Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Bobby, Mike, and Christian back here on Sports Talk, joined now by Odyssey NFL insider Jason Locke and Fora, host of the Odyssey original podcast In the Huddle with Brian Baldinger and Carl Dukes covering the entire NFL. Jason, how are you? And uh, I'll, I'll start off with um, these rumors about Sean Payton bringing Tom Brady with him back here to New Orleans. How much validity do they have? You know, look, I, I talked to some people who would know, who would be pretty familiar with those two dudes. I it would nothing shocks me in this league anymore. So I just start right there. I preface it with nothing shocking. Anything's possible, and crazier stuff than that has certainly happened before. But um, I'm not convinced it's sort you know it's a done deal. It's in the bag um, or anything like that. I'm not sure that that is really where Sean Payton is. I'm not sure that's where Tom Brady is. Uh, there's a lot that's going to have to, to play out. And frankly, like, I, I mean, Mickey Loomis is a pretty pragmatic guy, you know? Like, you have this quarterback who's there forever, who's a first ballot Hall of Famer. You have a coach who was a part of that for a long time who hangs on a little bit longer, and then he leaves. Like, the idea that Dennis Allen or anybody else was necessarily going to set the world on fire in year one, you know? Like, I think you probably – need to give that thing more than one season to really know what it is. So, again, I'm not saying it's not happening. I haven't heard that it is. I would not be shocked if Sean Payton sat this whole thing out and well, waited till next year where there might yeah. be way more jobs open. And what's the price of coaches going to do when the commanders sell for $7.3 billion or whatever, right, in the spring – and then the Ravens sell for five something, maybe six, and like when that starts happening, what's the CEO worth? Like if, the, if we're now establishing that, you know, it used to be two and three billion was like, whoa, that's crazy. So if it's if it's seven and a half, and that means it's seven and a half for Washington, which means Jerry World's probably worth ten billion. Then what's is a head coach worth? Twenty million a year? Yes. You know? yes. And a lot's gonna settle in this next year. And yep. Sean's very smart and very shrewd. The one I think he really wanted was the Chargers, for obvious reasons. I don't think it's gonna open up going to the playoffs. I mean, maybe they lose forty five nothing in the first round, but Yeah. And these other ones all sort of have warts and I mean they say you can't go home again. He could go home again. I mean I'm not saying again it's an impossibility, but it, it doesn't it doesn't feel to me like where this is headed now, uh, Jason. Uh, but we've heard Sean Payton. This goes back to 2006. Were we talking to him, or he's talking to the media, or a personal level, or maybe uh, just to the media as a whole? Uh, he'd always reference to Bill Parcells as far as being his mentor and giving examples of his association with Bill Parcells. Then you look at his track record. Uh, you know, you look at a head coach and general manager. It's like a half a dozen teams. 
So uh, and you look at Sean, okay, and it's just like a head coach general, not assistant. He's been assistant. We all know with the Eagles, with the Giants, and then uh, with, with Dallas. But as a head coach and in charge, look at Bill Parcells. So that's why I think that Sean would be more uh, vagabond type, yeah. uh, like like Bill Parcells in the NFL. Does that make sense? Yeah, and I just think also, like, let's be real about <laughs> this scenario. And again, I'm not saying that it can't happen. But So he sits out a year, he comes back to the same place with diminished returns, right, because of right. some of the trades they've made and stuff. Yeah. Everybody's a year older. The cap situation is just as hellacious as it was when he left. And now we're going to find a way to squeeze Tom Brady in. And he's year to year. He just did Drew Brees Taylor. You know what I mean? Like he now, I think Tom is obviously being more effective longer, but I just don't know that that's where he's at. Think about how long it's been since Sean Payton, who at his core is a quarterback who fancies himself an identifier, evaluator, and developer of them, and I would say he's damn good at it. Like, does he want to keep working with forty-five-year-old guys, forty-year-old guys? Like even the Denver thing. Like, did he, is his next act trying to salvage what's left of Russell Wilson, or is it trying to turn Caleb Williams into the next Andrew Luck? Yeah, the, you know, Jace, that's what I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, you brought up Russell Wilson, let Russ cook. Yeah, he's burned the food uh, the whole yeah. season. But when you look at, like, where Drew Brees was at, leaving the charges, his shoulder injury, and then passed the physical, we all know, in Miami, he comes to the Saints. Now, you'll have to look at the age difference oh, compared yeah. to where Russell Wilson's at right now. But do you think uh, that – does this come into play, you think, with Sean? That you look at uh, the Walton family, the Walmart money mm-hmm. with Denver, and then the proximity also from uh, – not you, a jet, you can fly anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but, but like uh, Corleone, uh, Idaho compared to Denver and how close that might be because I was talking with Sean when all of a sudden he's leaving New Orleans. His neighbor his neighbor's like Wayne Gretzky. And yeah. he's hanging out and all that. So does that come into play? It's not like you're going to Indianapolis, okay? No. Yeah. No. I just think, look, will they try to throw all the Walton money at him? Yeah. That press conference the other day when they're talking about how they're restructuring the franchise yeah. and, the, and the GM don't really matter. I mean, I'm keeping him around. He's going to help me. But I'm picking the coach, and the coach reports directly to me. Was that a wink-wink at Sean? Yes. Like, hey, you and Jeff Harlan want to come here and do this thing. It's all yours. I, it just but, – but will Sean, you know – not just wink back, but sign on the dotted line. I, I, I'm sure they can create a fairly compelling case for why he should come to Denver. Um, but I also think this is going to be a different market. I, most years there's six, seven, eight of these things open. I don't, especially if the, the Panthers do the right thing and keep Steve Wilkes, and I think they will. You know, I think we're looking at four of them. And, you know, I could make the case that Houston is the one that might suit him best. You know, Denver, I just, again, I don't know that he wants to go fix Russell Wilson or deal with a quarterback, you know, at this stage of his career with those issues. Um, Arizona is a mess. That's a bad cap situation. That's yeah, a terrible uh, I'm not a Kyler Murray fan, he's Jason. Not I don't go know work about with you. Kyler, he's going to fix Kyler Murray. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the blank slate in Houston of the ones that will be available this year if they come correct at him, and they'd have to, again, Nick Casario, I think, would be gone, and, and they'd probably try to tank it for one more year and get that kid out of USC who he's watching. You know what I mean? I'm sure he's seen him live a yes. bunch of times, yep. and he's been gushing about him. Like, I think that might appeal to him more. Or, you know, you wait a year, and 
if there's only four this year, I got news for you. There's going to be eight next year because these guys can't help themselves, and the money keeps pouring in from the Amazon deal and this or that. And I'm just telling you, the evaluations of these franchises are going to go nuts, which means one of your primary employees, the head coach, the going rate on that's going to raise too. Okay, uh, Jason, speaking of the going rate, okay, uh, this is like basically two decades ago. You look at John Gruden. We all remember what happened with the Bucks and the Raiders Mm -hmm. and uh, two first-round draft picks. Okay, now, when I look at the Saints and uh, Sean Payton's still on the contract, what is the truly market value going into 23, uh, 2023 as far as, uh, to yeah. me, that's not outrageous that if, you ask, if you ask uh, two first rounds, uh, two first round picks of Sean Payton. Now, you could maybe one one year, one the next, but to me, for a coach, considering what happened with John Gruden, the Raiders, and the Bucks, that's not outrageous. No, I don't think it would be an outrageous ask. Um it would cut into, obviously, his ability to kickstart that rebuild or have all the picks at his disposal if he needs to move up in year two to make sure he gets pick 1-1 one, one to take that quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I don't – I mean, this doesn't happen very often. Um, the market's going to be like – you know, there's only going to be a couple that might really appeal to him. I would think Mickey just sets a price and you see, you know what I mean? If right. one of the places he's willing to go meets it. And if they're not, then, you know, Sean and Mickey might have to have some conversations. Uh, and maybe staggering it is the way to do it. And not just, you know, staggering it one pick, you know, one, one and 23 and one and 24. Maybe it's like 23 and 25. So the other team, you know what I mean? Isn't digging right. out of such a hole or isn't as compromised. But these are smart people. These are creative people. These are problem solvers. So um, I don't think, you know, it could involve a player too. You know what I mean? So it doesn't have to just be picks. Like there's a lot of different ways you could go. Well, not, maybe not a lot. Well, now, now, Jason, now, Jason, what about this? Uh, because uh, your mom can't be your agent. I'm looking at Lamar Jackson with the Ravens. He was the MVP and where he's at right now. Well, what is your take on Lamar Jackson and maybe would that ever be an intriguing some kind of combination, Sean Payton uh, coaching a Lamar Jackson-type player? I absolutely think that would be a very intriguing combination. Um, I think Sean would, would – now that's the kind of thing I think that would light his fire. Uh, and I do think Lamar Jackson, there's a, there's a definite probability that he'll be dealt. You know, he's going to get tagged. They have to do that to secure his rights. And then I think he could be dealt by the draft, absolutely, because I don't think he's going to budge, and I don't think this owner is going to budge. And it's been another lost season for them. And I don't think he's going to do a long-term deal here. So rather than – you could have him play on the tag for a year, but then things get really dicey and you're really behind the eight ball. Right. And you really start losing, the, you know, whatever leverage you think you had. So I – yeah, I don't, I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to be finishing his career in, in Baltimore, barring something drastically changing with one of these sides – and I think they're both pretty stuck in. Jason, uh, one of the things uh, I was going to ask you about for another team for Sean would be the Dolphins. What happens if this season really goes off the rail here? Uh, the, you got off to a really good start, and man, now it, it, it is sort of turned sour. No, they've fallen off the cliff in two of uh, the concussions. And you got an 84 year old yeah. owner in Stephen Ross who made a ploy last year. Oh, yeah about it for Sean and also for Tom, Tom. Brady. And yeah. so that combination, again, the other thing, too, is Derek Carr. 
uh, Christian and Bobby and I have talked about this, that Derek Carr is not coming back to Las Vegas next year. So your thoughts on Derek Carr, but the possibility that Miami might be also a team that gets involved because Ross has already kind of made it known, I want Sean. I I want him here in Miami. Well, look, I I don't think that – I mean, maybe they win two games with Teddy Bridgewater, right? And who knows? Maybe. So I, I don't know. But And I, I don't know that you can put all this on the young head coach there. I mean, there's a lot of people involved in these decisions and identifying concussions and the like. But, uh, yeah, there's no doubt that Stephen Ross was infatuated by this. There's no doubt that Tom Brady was really into the idea of playing in Miami, now his familial situation. But even if, like, Giselle moves to Costa Rica and you want to see your kids, it's still a whole of a lot easier flight from Miami that's true. than it is from Denver or whatever, even if that's not your, your year-round home base anymore. Um, and, yeah, Tua's future has to be in doubt now, and their offensive pieces are clearly there. Um, so, like, that one sounds to me more like a, somebody – like 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 less of a Hail Mary than the New or- than the returning to New Orleans scenario. The Derek Carr situation in Las Vegas. Well, look, I've been writing for a couple of weeks now at the Washington Post um, that I didn't think Derek Carr was going to be back in, in Las Vegas. And more to the point, the GMs and execs I talked to, and some of them who know Josh McDaniels well, were convinced that Josh had already decided internally three weeks ago, four weeks ago, that he was going to have to go uh, head first into this quarterback market in terms of the draft and try to see if the long-term answer was available in that regard. So, and then you look at the contract and the injury guarantees and yeah, it only makes sense that to shut them down, especially with how poorly it's been, it's been going. Um, will they find somebody better? Will the Raiders ever really turn it around? Will Josh McDaniels be a successful head coach? I, I don't know the answer to any of that. Um, but it, it was pretty clear um Again, the people I talked to a few weeks back, when everybody, you know, they're, they're having these terrible losses and people are like, oh, well, will McDaniels be back? No, no. The real, the real <laughs> question to ask at that time was, will Derek Carr be back? Because I don't think that owner is going to eat what it would take to get rid of McDaniels. And it's pretty clear now that the coach isn't going anywhere and the coach is going to try to identify a quarterback in the draft to replace Derek Carr. And in the interim, I would not be shocked if they signed somebody like Gardner Minshew to help them hold it down while they, while they develop that quarterback, because I don't know that any of these quarterbacks this year are ready to come in, plug and play, and start helping you win football games. Now, uh, Jason, uh, before we let you run, uh, what is your take? To me, this is a movie, and it, it, it could be factual. Uh, Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, uh, what he's done, uh, this caught my attention. You know he's going to join Hall of Famer Kurt Warner as the only quarterback since 1950. I was born in '60. To win their first three starts with at least two touchdown passes uh, in each game, and what he's done now with that uh, going forward, okay, Brock Purdy. What about uh, Tom Brady coming back home? He's from San Mateo and all San Francisco, yeah. so it seems like the Forty Nineers in a pretty damn good shape. <laughs> well, yeah, that's another one that could appeal to him, and you could keep Purdy and have Brady as the old guy, and if he gets hurt, you go to Purdy. <laughs> I don't think Trey Lance has a future there. I'll, I'll say that. I agree. It's not as I acrimonious agree. as this Zach Wilson thing, but I also don't – that kid needs reps. Like, he needs an organization that's going to – like, he's, he's barely played football since high school. You know, he needs right. to be somewhere where it's all about him 24-7, 365, to see what he can do. 
and clearly that can't be San Francisco because Purdy's already passed him on the depth chart. Right. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Tommy would be totally into that. Um, again, takes two to tango. Yeah. Not sure that's where Kyle Shanahan is, um, but it. it it may make sense. I'm also not convinced that Brock Purdy isn't going to a Super Bowl, in which case, how the hell are you going to bench him for Tom right, Brady? Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd, be like a, it'd be like an unbelievable movie. I mean, it'd be like... Well, it'd I mean, be like it, a, that was Kurt Warner. And look, I yeah. talked to an evaluator, a guy I've known forever, who over the years I've picked his brains about draftable quarterbacks and young quarterbacks, and, and I think he's among the best. And he saw Purdy, uh, you know, scouting him live recently, and He's like, look, it's not fluky. He's with the perfect. He's with the perfect coordinator. He always could see the field. He always was smart. He could read things. He could process. And he wanted Iowa State, which which is not easy. So he's like, there's a lot of things I liked about him. It takes a special person in Kyle Shanahan to start dipping into that as quickly as he is. But he's like, do I think these two could win a lot of games together? Yeah. Is he gonna Is he gonna be the most prolific guy in the world? No, but Kyle he doesn't knows have to be to do what he can do along the way. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I don't look. I mean, I, I I would especially now with Lane Johnson being out possibly for good with the Eagles. I, I don't know how you could discount the Forty ers chances. That was Odyssey and NFL Insider Jason Locke and Four. Thank you, man. Thank, Thank you, you, Jason. Jason. You got it, guys, have a good one. All right. Thanks. All right. Thank Make you, sure you follow in the huddle on the Odyssey app or subscribe wherever. You get your podcast. What are the odds next here on Sports Talk on WWL? We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.